Hello and welcome to the Thursday show here on the Frontline Gaming Network. My name is Paul, your host. I'm joined by Adam Camilleri. Hey, everybody. How you doing? You just missed a great joke. And Dustin Hinshaw. Hey, everybody. I'm still getting over it. This is the Thursday show, as it says on the title. If you found us on Thursday, you're watching us live. That's great. Can't wait to hear your comments in the chat. This is a weekly show where we talk about the, the some of the biggest and best tournaments coming up on the weekend to prepare you for what you're going to see there, the armies you're going to see, and maybe some little tips about maybe how to beat them if you're not taking them. You know? You don't want to miss this. No, you do not want to miss this. This is your hype show. This is where you come to get your passion tanks filled up for your weekend of gaming ahead, or your weekend of coverage, or your weekend of watching, or your weekend of painting, whatever it may be. And you will Every not find any time, three I'll... people that are more hyped about it than us three, so welcome here. I walk away thinking about, man, that army is nice. Some of the lists we pick are cool. Mm. We're gonna, so it, we're going to talk about the factions you see. For, uh, we have three tournaments to talk about this weekend. Uh, two of them in the UK. I think one over here is, is in the States. Uh, we're going to talk about all the various faction breakdowns. And then we're going to highlight several of the army lists and also some of the top-ranked players in the ITC that will be attending these events. So you're going to get an eyeball, the first taste of the meta, live. This is live. Yeah. Well, not only is this the first taste post a new, a brand new... Um, a balanced data sheet. It's the first. It's the first taste of the new meta with the new mission pack and the chapter approved changes and all that stuff. And it's the first one like pre. Like, it's the palette cleanse month after mm. LVO and the end of the season and all that goodness. And I, I expected us to have a very lean month on this show. I expected us to talk about. Ah, oh, maybe we'll get a GT if we're lucky. We've got a. We've got a seven game, two hundred player event in the UK. To like, yeah, the, and there's the UK, some surprising things. The UK it, is popping off like crazy. If you're following along. Like if you have been listening to us, we you know we talk again. You know, we talk about the faction breakdowns, and there have been some factions that have been sitting at one, two Z, three Zs. Even if it is a, a you know a, a hundred plus person event, that's gonna you're gonna see some changes. So I guess with, with without beating around the bush too much, let's just jump into the first one because with three events, we're gonna we're gonna be a, moving at a bit of a clip. First one we're gonna talk about is the Beachhead Brawl from Exeter in England. One I love the the name Exeter of a place. I think. Mm. Sure there's these, a battleship. There's so many awesome city names that run these tournaments. I love this. <laughs> it's yeah. 199 players, seven round major. Uh, Dustin, would you mind running down the faction stats? I would love to. So the Imperial Super Faction is one makes Imperium, nine sisters, 23 custodies, one no surprises, three Astro Militarium, 23 great knights. Custodies. 12 great knights coming up there, and eight Imperial Knights. Mm. That's actually that's an interesting, interesting mix. The custodies is not surprising, it's a lot. Like you said, it's, it's a high percentage, but it's not surprising. It's a huge oh. amount of custodies. But yeah, once again, not surprising. Um, what's surprising is the juxtaposition between the custodies and the Admech. One of those factions won the ITC and won the LVO. The other one didn't. Mm-hmm. And yet there's one of them and 23 of the other. <laughs> I'm actually still a little surprised at the 12 Grey Knights. That's actually a little high from what I was expecting, to be honest. Yeah, that's fair. What do you make of that, Paul? Like, we thought there was going to be a decline in Grey Knights, but 12 is heaps. Yeah. Uh, well, so Grey Knights, look, Grey Knights are still good. Like, so we talk we talk about the, how that, you know, some of the things don't play very, very well into things, you know, the things with mortal wound resistance. Uh, but, you know, they're all there. They got a lot of things going for them. They're marine bodies. Mm-hmm. They did, in fact, make the top eight, even through that field of 800, yeah. you know, something players or whatever. So, don't take that out, you know, out of the equation. They play really well, I think, into uh, Crusher Stampede and things like that. And they basically merc everything in the midfields, uh, the mid tables. You know, that's, a, uh, that's and, actually a really good point. And mm-hmm. travel friendly. So, I mean, they're probably what's not to love. They're probably the strongest four and one faction at the moment. Like that, you can't really expect to go five and zero, six and zero. But you can expect if you're a good, good grown up player. 
you could like you, you might go up and get slapped down by custodies by maybe by GSC or hive mind or some of the new tau ridiculousness i actually think they're they're sneaky good into tau they're actually sneaky good because that tide of shadows perpetual minus one to hit on everything it's actually a bit of a bit of a pain in the ass tau can kill one maybe two things really effectively but then all their other fire is just kind of negligible um, so I think they're actually some decent things. Plus, Tau has like zero ways to not get smited off the board. Um, if if you get, if they get too close, they try and push on you to get into Moncar or Kalyon range. Just like smite, 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 smite. Um, so that's a big deal as well. Uh, but yeah, I think you're absolutely right, Paul. Their their, their mid their 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 range of good matchups is all the stuff you need to get past to get to a top table game. Mm-hmm. It's just that the issue when you get there is you're likely to get slapped about. Yeah, well, that well, makes we'll sense. see how that plays out. Yeah. All right, and then uh, Space Marine Superfaction, we got five Dark Angels, eight Space Wolves, two Blood Angels, one Ultramarine, two Salamanders, one Black Templar, and one Iron Hands. Chaos Superfaction going to three Chaos Soup, three Chaos Space Marines, seven T-Suns, two Death Guard, two Demons, four Renegade Knights. So Knights are starting to actually... I'll... Look at look at the Death Guard stat, too. Normally over there in the UK, we've seen that. Uh, these six, eight, ten mm-hmm. or so. I wonder... You know, if they've shifted towards because the playstyle, the number of models, they, yeah. they functionally what the pieces you're moving around on the table, very similar to the Custodes. Well, so the UK has been the Death Guard heartland. Mm-hmm. Has been the uh, every time we do a UK event, Death Guard makes that faction podium, and this is the first time I'd say I've truly seen them at a, a larger event, and the ass has fallen out of the numbers. Um, so maybe this last battle, the last um, chapter approved changed. Whether I believe they were hit unduly, I didn't think any of their stuff needed to go up. Two of their best units in the Death Shroud and the and the Blight Lords both got hit, in addition to their best troop choices in the Poxwalkers, as in the bread and butter of your mono now now mono sub faction list just went up in points so that was a bit of a sucker punch mm, to that mm, faction it's yeah. uh you, you gotta you gotta get creative well, and, and i think the opportunity to get creative with some of the lists that we're seeing that you're going to be in competition with mm. is getting more narrow and narrow well they're back to the drawing board uh faction they're like we have to reimagine what this is what this list looks like so it wouldn't be so it's, i'm going to expect it some time before we see them getting up into the tens again at like Flashbowers Actually, Cultus has been making a, you know, but again, you're playing at this point in time, though, they're, they're kind of going into that relegation of faction to where you have to play what you have to play, you yeah. know, and, and yeah. maybe, the, you know, what you want to play can can squeeze itself a little bit less into this if you are truly trying to shoot for that gold at a, in an event, especially an event mm. like this. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Xeno Super Faction is actually crazy. 15 Necron. Fact. 10 orcs and 17 tau 17 tau so tau is one of those ones where they had the uh, had the zeros or the twosies the threesies that we were talking about before but that's not that is going to change (laughs) they they went from sometimes less than one percent of the meta to this is almost 10 percent of the meta um at this event uh this is this is crazy this is a crazy turnaround it just shows how many people have been waiting to for for like primed waiting to play the play the book as soon as they get the chance because this is a really quick pivot well let's talk about quick pivot for a second and uh, is that the fact that like devilfish and some fire warriors and crisis suits and even some broadsides if you had the rail guns are just like you could just reach on the shelf like cool well uh let's uh, let's go win a tournament <laughs> Well, like you two said about Grey Knights, the Grey Knights were very quick to get their allocation in the meta, they're, they're to carve out their portion of the meta because everyone had the models. I'm of the opinion the Tau book 
doesn't matter what models you got, you can make a decent army. That, that book is really well-rounded. Yes, the eternal yes. balance is quite good. And so it doesn't matter what's in your collection, you're good to go. Have you? Have, what are your thoughts on Tau, Dustin? I, well, I'm a GSC player, right? So obviously, Smart Missile Spam like, scares the say, living so just, lights Just say no to Smart Missile Spam. <laughs> just say no to Smart Missile Spam. Now, Railguns? I don't, I don't care about that. You can kill three Neophytes. That's fine. Whatever. Yep. Three Acolytes. But Smart Missile Spam scares the daylights out of me. It has actually... But one thing I will say that has actually pivoted me into worrying about tying them up longer with things that they have harder getting rid of in close combat, even like shooting with minus one, like mass bikes, which is something I've always loved. So yep. that's actually something that I've been kind of leaning to more into. And I like the fact that the Tau has made me have to do that because before I had no real reason to. Now I do because against Tau, if I don't have that, I just get shot all over. I just get shot off the board. I got nuked. Yeah. So the Tau book like you said, it's very balanced. So while you could, if you had any kind of talent models, you could bring any kind of army. I do think broadsides right now are actually the juice as long as they keep core with all their like plus one to hit, re-rolling hits. And the fact that they have a gun that deals with both things they would ever fight, big and small. I don't understand why they're infantry. I don't get yeah. why they get to they be legs, eight. Dude. eight. <laughs> They, they're eight wounds. I mean, eight wounds, and they're infantry. I do not understand. What? Okay, Look, you know what? I, I'm actually curious now. What is the definition? If I was assigning, there? you know, some some <laughs> roles to folks, you know, like, hey, um, you're an infantry now. Yeah, yeah. Soldiers <laughs> marching or fighting on foot, so it make like canonically Fine. maybe not. Fine. They're not soldiers. <laughs> they're mech suits. Rubble, 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 rubble. It's my gripe. Whatever. My axe to grind. <laughs> yes, Travis Lowe's, thank you. Aberrants don't get so core. Much. Come on. When when That's we right. get Aberrants through the, core. Uh, the factions, uh, I'll give some shout out to so some folks in the chat. Thanks for people coming in and uh, sounding off. Uh, what's up next? We have our hive mind super faction. One hive mind, ten tyrannids, and ten GSC. It's time. They're starting to show up. That's right. Take the meta by storm, boys. It's time. Rise up. This this is really interesting as well because I, I looked at a couple of the lists and this so I've looked at a couple of lists across the weekend for the Tyranids and the in the Hive Mind. I expected more Hive Mind to be honest, while they can play it. I True. think we're seeing a drop off of Crusher Stampede. I don't I don't know if this is verbatim or if this is for sure, but there's a perception out there in the community that Crusher Stampede won't exist in the next codex. The next codex will invalidate it, it'll cease to be a thing. Mm. I've not that confirmed by I've not that confirmed by anybody. Nobody knows if that's actually the case. But because of that, we're starting to see a little bit of decline. That's in addition to the dimmers going up in points, the hive guard going up in points. In fact, the second best player in the world as of the last year who we're going to be talking about is taking Crusher Stampede. It's a very different looking list to what we're, we're used to seeing. Even even two weeks ago, this this list looked completely different. Yeah. Um, but Dustin, this is your super faction. What do you make of the homogenous 10 and 10? So it actually makes perfect sense to me. Like the GSC guys are all, like it's beginning of the season now. So we want to see if we can find the juice in here and see if we can mm. actually make the list that we need to to compete in the meta and how it kind of develops and help develop it a little bit myself. Now, Hive mind, it doesn't actually surprise me that people are moving away from it. I will still say hive mind is still my in my opinion the strongest mix you can do with any faction right now. It is such a strong list, but like you were saying, it's not gonna be around much longer if it's around at all. Yeah. Because when the codex comes out and a lot of the things that you lose in the GSC that you would be taking Tyranids for shooting. And yeah. Tyranids seem to be going more to monsters more than anything like you can obviously do other builds with it but the crusher stampede right now is just it's so strong yes and it is it is absolute yep. gas now like 
if you're not taking that, you could still make some really good tiered lists and you can kind of mix it that way and make it good with GSC. But I feel like they're better they're better on their own now. They're, they will be better on their own when the codex comes out. So it might as well get used to it now. If you're if you're going for best in faction, you can't do forces now and then pivot. Uh, I don't right? think that people being speculative are actually what's influencing people's lists. People got to win the tournament that's right in front of them. And that's what we see with a lot of players. You win the tournament that is right in front of you. You don't, you don't not take something because you're practicing for something you don't even, you know, may or may not even think is coming there. That what we did, what we saw, you know, it, the largest tournament frontline game is Las Vegas open. Crusher Stampede didn't win. Yeah. You know, it was, it was a list to beat and then people geared for it and they, and it was outplayed by, you know, I want to say balanced list. Yeah. Well, it lost. It lost in the direct comparison, which I thought was quite interesting. The only thing that the thing that knocked it out of the the last the last two, it was a hive mind list. There was a crusher list. The last crusher stampede list got knocked out by the last hive mind list. So I find that quite an interesting one. But like I said, like we've said every time, that hive mind list really hard to play. Yeah. Like it is really hard to play. And we know that some of them are you know also want to be on the bleeding edge of the meta. So some of those players just switched over to Custodes and Tau and (laughs) uh, and had no no affiliation. Had no you know passion and drive. No did you know how deep that cut Dustin just then? Just like bang right in the right in the kidney. You got him good. (laughs) 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 All right, finish it off. Eldari Superfaction, we got four mixed Eldari, 15 Drakari, three Harlequins, one Asuriani. So the faction podium ends up being 23 Custodes, Tau bringing in second at 17, and Drakari Necrons tied at 15. So the Drakari is still high up there, even with the nerfs to the the thick city. What do you what do you what do you take on that? So my take is that there's just too many people who've just been playing Drakari for so long that they just don't know. <laughs> they don't know any different. Now. They just they just don't know. The blinkers are on. They're like, there are no other factions worth playing. There are no other factions worth playing. Um, my, my thing is that Drakari is still amazing. It's they still are. phenomenal. They, they have, they they have take, what it takes. They could take two more rounds of nerfs and still be phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Do you know why they're really good? They're because they're they're, so, they're actually solid into custodies. Custodies are favored, but they're solid. But I think they're really good into Tau still. I actually think they're good into Tau. Um, the Drakari good stuff build where you're just like I'm on the back I am on, on my back board edge out of range of everything but your longest guns and then I'm in combat with you um, that's a terrifying tower prospect yeah that's true I could see that especially on like Dawn of War as well I like, still think Drakari is like really strong it doesn't, it doesn't oh, necessarily yeah. need to be Thick City right because they have really good builds elsewhere we have a list here that is just the, what, what is being coined as the Drakari good stuff, which is more like the MSU each builds. There's one in the, uh, I've pulled out later down the track, and it just shows like they, this list is just feels like it's well rounded, it's good, it's got a bit of everything. It's just it feels really well fleshed out. Into those top players in attendance, well, let, pulled... me, let me give a couple of what's up to, to folks in the chat. What's oh, up, sure. to G6 Branch? What's up, RPG Luminary? Uh, uh, great to see you. Thanks for sounding off and saying hello. Uh, anybody else that we, we missed? Uh, the chat has scrolled by, and I apologize. We talked too much about the factions. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, let us know if you're hanging out and let us know what you're doing tonight. Um, you know, maybe paint some models or just getting ready, getting ready for one of these tournaments. If you are going to going to be in attendance in one of these tournaments, let us know what you are prepared for. Uh, they may be different than what we call out in the highlights. Spot on. All right, going down this. So the number two player in the ITC season of as of last year, Manny Chima, um, came second, of course. Um, he's, play, he's, he's playing Crusher Stampede. Maybe he's doing it just for a break or something easy to play after probably having to feeling like he was doing nothing but planking all weekend, playing 100 <laughs> and whatever they were, racks, 120 164. Racks. Yes, that's right. It's, my God, that, that man, it must, yeah, his back muscles must be like 
huge. But um, he's yeah, so he's playing uh, Leviathan, of course. He's playing a spearhead. So usually we'd see a patrol or battalion in most cases. He has a flyer. He's got a swarm lord. He's got six hive guard, two Dimacurons, and three sized hero jewels. This is like the most basic, straight up and down crusher stampede I've ever seen. It, there's like no no frills, no spice, no tech. There's, like, but this what's interesting here is that. Usually you'd see one less sized hero jewel, and in place of that size hero jewel minus and the the points changes, you'd have three like three units of warriors, a lictor uh, or two lictors uh, for your tech stuff, and maybe a harpy as well. Mm-hmm. That's how much you used. That's how much more you used to get in this list. Has has the points changes really hurt them that much? I don't think so. The point changes are not as devastating as a lot of people would think too he just took an extra side of the hero duel where you would just you would take a couple warrior squads because you want the plus one to hit a lot of them even plus one to hit on uh hero duels daimas making them hit on twos in close combat it's because they reroll ones even the side of the heroes reroll ones in close combat because it's it's yeah. really efficient plus it gives you some more obsecs some more synapse um side of the hero duels i i love them but on heavy maps they're really easy terrain wise you mean terrain wise yes sorry terrain wise like heavy maps terrain wise they're very easy to kind of keep away from the stuff you don't want them eating if that makes sense does does this list have flurry rolls to hit it doesn't usually come from a neuro uh neurothrope giving them flurry rolls to hit it comes it'll come from the fly rent the fly, that's what i thought yeah so the fly rent can't be can't be first in because yeah. the only only applicable buff he has for the hive guard is the, the flyrant yeah so the flyrant has to stick to the hive god because there's no maliceptor there's no there's no warriors um there's nothing to really stick there and give them all the extra efficiencies in fact like his hive guard are really kind of susceptible to a forest like it's going from threes re-rolling to fours re-rolling is actually a huge mathematical change yeah the, the lack of synapse in there is, is because there's only two and you don't need it that much because for monsters mm. it doesn't matter as much because you just charge the closest model anyway so it doesn't make a huge difference but some of the tricks you can do, like giving something obsec you do in the command phase if you're within synapse yep. and the buffs you want to give, like it's it's different. It's definitely different. Leading heavily into an extra hair duel is uh just making it much more aggressive style list, which yeah, I like, like the guts here, by the way. Yeah, I like yeah, the fact that there's just enough buff, just enough to like the no redundancy. Everything's yeah. just gotta work mm. and the faith that it will. Uh yeah. the the faith in the plays that you're gonna make. I I like the guts here and I you know. It just, I wouldn't count this list out. Oh, I wouldn't, no, count, it. I wouldn't count the pilot out. I've seen Manny roll dice. <laughs> it's it's not the same metrics that other humans roll dice with. Um, next up, we have Malik Amin Rubio. Came sixth in the ITC last season. He's playing Forces of the Hive Mind. So he was playing Crusher Stampede. Now he's switched to Forces so of the Hive Mind. So he is the Forces of the Hive Mind player in this tournament. The only one. He is the one. He yes. is the one. Um, he's playing Leviathan, and then he's playing uh, so Leviathan Patrol, and then a custom Cult Creed, Impassioned, and Industrial Affinity, which I'm going to hand pass to Dustin to tell us what those are. Impassioned means you get plus one to hit in the first round of combat, and Industrial Affinity means you do not take any minuses to any of your industrial weapons, which are your cutters, your mining lasers. Yeah. Beautiful. So it starts with a Neurothrope, 30 and 25 Devil Gorn, so a unit of 30, a unit of 25, a unit of 3 Warriors, 6 Hive Guard, and a Lictor rounds out the patrol. And then his battalion is a Magus, a Primus, 15 Akos with Rock Drills, 15 Akos with Rock Cutters, 10 Acolytes with Rock Drills again, then a, just a single unit of 5 Acolytes. He's got Jesse James, the Kelomorph, and 10 Pure Strain cool Gs. It's so cool. Pure strange gene stealers and a Goliath. Um, what do you make of this, Dustin? I'm actually going to get your your thoughts. Atta boy, I love this. I love this a <laughs> lot. The uh, 
So the rock cutter is obviously the most efficient use of uh, impassioned and industrial affinity because they have the yeah. minus one to hit. So normally they'd be running and hitting on fours. Now they run and hit on twos, regardless yes. of anything. They're hitting on twos and they're doing negative four, three damage, like flat three. It's ridiculously efficient. Then with the drills too, again, hitting on twos, nothing you can do about it. They're just going to hit you on twos mm -hmm. and they auto wound you. Like it's savage. <laughs> it is absolutely is it savage. Is it just me, or does that unit smell like a um, a custodies problem solver? It I can speak personally from personal experience. They absolutely are a problem solver mm. for custodies. It is. Yeah, like they'll, they'll go a three bikes for you when you really. They, need well, they can just for the amount of damage they can put out. Like what, what's what's making you feel that way? Paint the picture, Dustin. Well, okay. So, do you, are you familiar with drills there at all? Or am I just painting the whole picture for you? Basically, these these drills right now, normally they're hitting on threes, but within passion, they're going to be hitting on twos. Industrial affinity means they're always going to hit on twos. There's nothing you can do about it. There's lightning flash reflexes. They're always going to hit you on twos. Uh, did he have a primus in there? He does. So they're going to be rerolling ones as well. So drill, if it hits you, it auto wounds. That's just it. So you're automatically going to be taking a negative four, one damage, one damage hit as long as it hits you, which so, you're going to be getting pretty efficient on right now. So dodges all transhuman? Yep, dodges takes all it out of the equation. It doesn't matter what your toughness is, transhuman, doesn't. I don't care. You don't roll the dice. You just, just don't automatically roll the, wound. Auto wound. Happens. And any sixes you get to hit are two mortal wounds in addition to that auto wound. So they shred. They and then you got shred. the other unit, the other unit, which is the rock cutter, the yeah. flat three damage boys with a negative four. Yeah. And... They're just well, the money. same thing. So, and again, because normally they're minus one to hit. So, but this one they're not, and they yeah. get plus one. So again, hitting on twos, rerolling ones, negative four, mm -hmm. flat three damage. Those ones are the ones you could you go into something that might not be able to have transform because they're only going to be strength eight, but still, mm -hmm. it's yeah. Now I love this list. I'm not sure if this is. But I personally prefer the two the two gene stealer units. The, the the one that moves nine at the start of the game and then can you know advance and, and the one the other one that gets that gets yeeted out of the Goliath. I love that duality of that. It's threatening the two turn one charges and the pressure it applies. Um, but I, I like the way he's got these accos. Like he's got the 15, 15, and the ten man. Like he's got the smaller ten man to you know to go into a you know a non a crazy threatening you know then the two fifteens to just bang on something big and fat but there are some things that happen in, in in tournaments that we don't get to highlight that much especially when reading lists people put little paragraphs and type stuff out in lists like kind of in joke messages to each other and uh malik typed one out and the the it's summed up to what i've written on there so i'm putting him on, i'm putting him on notice because he's put himself on notice in his list writing and it's it reads verbatim malik has promised to quit competitive 40k if he does worse than worse than george's stupid dark angels <laughs> and the next list for you guys is george's stupid dark angels um so the whole world now knows like only people who have read would have read your list would have seen this but unfortunately you're a I top player so i looked at your list and now everyone has to know about wasn't it. it someone last week it was like put in their list like please somebody on a podcast notice me notice me yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i will chuck that stuff in because i think that adds a lot of flavor a lot of lot of fun to, to what we do um, pg pg 13 oh pg 13 yeah, yeah we won't course, we won't say anything that's yeah. not pg 13 so, this, so anybody who anybody who watches along at home, this is another extra little bit of spicy intrigue for you to see. If you want to see, you go check out how George is doing, how Man, how Malik's doing, how George is doing every round. Feel free. So George White, he's got a Dark Angels Vanguard and a Patrol. The Vanguard starts with Lazarus. 
um, a Blade Guard Ancient, 10, 10, 5 Deathwing Terminators, um, two kitted for multi-purpose, one kitted for the five-man kitted for melee, I believe, if I remember. A Ravenwing Apothecary, and then his patrol has a Ravenwing Talonmaster, five Incursors, and two Whirlwind Scorpius. Well, it's interesting, to say the least. Well, you're the Dark Angel player, Adam. So what are you, what yeah, are you thinking about this? It's boring. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <Look>. <laughs> but it's good. It's very good. Consistency this, wins tournaments, man. All right. So this list got better in this mission pack. Legitimately, this list got better because it got another sec- another dumb secondary to add to its list of dumb secondaries. That is very good. At um, doing. Easy attainable secondaries. That's what yeah, you actually yeah, yeah. mean there. Uh, sorry, yeah, sorry. Well, I mean, you can, <laughs> opinions aside, <laughs> the, the reason you're stating that I think is because they they are somewhat, uh, so, you know, for, foregone conclusions. You might achieve those points. Exactly right. So this gentleman can very easily take while we stand, we fight. Uh, sorry, to, to the last. Apologies. Um, stubborn defiance. Um, and just get 30 points just in the bag for just sitting on his backfield and just shooting two whirlwind Scorpius all game while sitting on probably two objectives. And then he can just take... one. The one that got unlocked with this build is um, Investigate Signal in the middle of the table, which you already want to do with this list anyway, because you, some, if you don't want to take Stop and Defiance, you take Oath of Moment, which mm-hmm. then goes in hands with Investigate Signal. And so you push... 20 Deathwing Terminators with Permatranshuman and 6-up Feel No Pain and all this stuff, and minus 1 damage into the middle of the table, and you just rack up your free 30 that way. So you can get your free 30 points and your secondary sitting at your back back edge, or moving into the middle. And so it just added that extra duality to this list, so it, it really fleshes out um, that other play style. Because what used to the way I used to find out, I was losing some games, the ones I used to use to Drakari a lot, which is Space Marines, is, is nothing new. Um, because I would try and play for Oath of Moment and Stuff and Defiance. Like, I'd push up and try and get in the middle. Oh, sorry, Oath of Moment and uh, While We Stand, whichever it may be. Uh, I'd push up and try and hold a middle objective and a home objective. And then one of those two things would just get clobbered by like a whole Drakari army. But now you're just like, well, whole army goes here or whole army stays here. Whichever one makes the most sense. And mm-hmm. you're going to get a, an absolute fun bucket of points. Um, I would I would have sworn there if I could. Um, that was, that was impressive. That was good, good pivot. Good pivot. Thank you. Restraint. It's something I've it. learned over these years. <laughs> Nice. Oh, uh, so who, who's winning this thing? What 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 faction or player do you think is winning this tournament? I'm I'm thinking Malik's winning. I love his list so much. I think his list is magnificent. I'm assuming Dustin's going to agree. Oh yeah, Malik Malik's list 110. percent Yeah, I think uh, if I think well, Paul, what do you think about the Malik versus Manny matchup? Because that's the two top rated guy, top ranked guys from last year in attendance. Well, we, we've seen it play out. We've seen that. We've seen the the Malice list. Beats that list. Be- beats probably what might, what might have been considered a stronger version mm. of that of that list. And so, I mean, m- my bet, if I'm just looking at the the ones and zeros and what's on the paper, I'm going with Malik as well. But I get, you can't count out all the, everything that has to happen for them to actually get into that position to play each other. And I was about to say they both get knocked out by Tao. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's and then there's 23 custodes players to, to move. Yes, yes just... we we I believe that the Grey Knights play really well into into these lists also, uh, and mm. we we know there's a bunch of them that has to go through. So you know, it's it. I, I don't think they're going to fa- face each other in the finals. I think no. they're going to have some really great matchups uh, along, or sorry, really tough battles along the way. Exactly right. Um, onto the straight into the next one, gents. Uh, actually, uh, let's take a break maybe since we're about halfway through the show uh is, can we do, do we have to get a word from our sponsor yeah uh and then we will come back and we're gonna jam in like a minute and 45 seconds we'll, then we'll run down that that next list or next tournament 
At Frontline Gaming, we make the best tabletop gaming mats in the universe. Our mats are durable, rollable, foldable, wipeable, and storable. Oh, and they look damn great, too. Join the thousands of tournament regulars and garage gamers who use our mats to bring their gaming surfaces to life. To ensure quality, Frontline Gaming mats are custom-made one at a time. Printed with high-quality ink, our immersive designs stay crisp and are available in a wide range of styles and sizes. So whether you're playing a war game or skirmish game, whether you're fighting over an alien tundra, fantastical forest, or real-world setting, there's a great-looking battlefield for you. Our gaming mats are printed on extremely durable neoprene backing, so they won't slide around the table, and they're thick enough to stay flat, protecting what's underneath and allowing for slight uneven surfaces. We know from experience that an easily portable gaming surface is just better. Every mat comes with a sturdy nylon zip-up bag for storage and transportation. Whether your next battle is in your home or at the local game store, you'll be able to unroll your FLG mat and get gaming right away. Our products are all made and tested by passionate gamers at Frontline Gaming HQ right here in the USA. It's time to take your battlefield to a new level. Frontline Gaming, champions of tabletop. And we are back. Thanks, for everybody, for hanging in through that word from our sponsors. Please check them out. Obviously, you're, you're on the network. You're listening to this. You know who Frontline is. But go check out some of the wares that they have. It's some truly quality stuff. Uh, we got another tournament to talk about. This is a, you know, an, another hot one here. 76, sorry, 78 players, six rounds. Team Stonehammer presents the 36 Chambers from Stockport, England. I have no idea what the 36 Chambers means, boys. Have you got any ideas? Oh, it's got to be. That's uh, so it's it's, it's uh, either Wu Tang. It's Wu Tang or uh, <laughs> or Kung Fu movies, right? That's what it has to be. <laughs> I hope it is Kung Fu movies. It should fast. be. It should be. Please don't be here. <laughs> uh, what's the tale of the tape here? All right. So we got Imperial Superfaction, a single sisters player, 14. Custodes of 78, three Admech, two Astro Militarum, four Grey Knights, and an Imperial Knight. S similar spread that we're seeing so far. So Space Marine Superfaction is one Dark Angel, one Space Wolf, three Blood Angels, two Ultras, two Iron Hands, one Black Templar, one White Scar, and two Death Watch. Wow. It's a what great a spread. spread. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that a lot. Chaos Superfaction is a single Chaos Soup, three Chaos Space Marines, two T-Suns, four Death Guard, two Demons, and two Renegade Knights. Xeno Superfaction, one Necron, one Orc, eight Tau. Mm -hmm. No real surprise there. Hive mind superfaction. No hive mind. Three Tyranids mm. and three GSC. Another homogenous. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing this on purpose now. Aldari superfaction. There are three Drukari, one Harlequin, and one Asuriani. So the faction podium, of course, Custodes at the front with 14. Tau in second with eight. And GK and Death Guard tied at four. So a pretty big gap. Actually, a really big gap. Huge gap. Um, the the one faction that I want to draw attention to is orcs here. Only one orc. There were ten in the, mm. the previous, and either that means there's only 11, 11 orc players in England, and they just you know ten went one way, one they the had other. Because <laughs> oh, this is this there's two huge events in England this weekend. This is phenomenal. Um, what do you guys think is happening with orcs? Why is that there that big drop off? Because we usually see like six or seven for this number of an event. I know I've mentioned that some players have vacated one faction for another because they're chasing on that bleeding edge or whatever. And, and I, mm. and I don't mean that um, as a barb either. Like I, as a, as a filthy meta chaser myself, sometimes mm. I completely understand that I, that is. Uh, and if you're, if you're going to one of these events, you want to take 
what you, you know you think has the best shot at winning to mm. justify your time your you know whatever yeah. whatever it takes I'm not gonna so, not not equivocating but orcs is one of those factions that people love and they play no matter what so well, this exactly is a novel right. yes this, that's why it feels weird because orc players generally like orc is their main bay like or, orcs are the main and they maybe they've got a second fiddle um but usually if the, if orcs are at all playable in the game you have a bunch of orc players everywhere and orcs are very playable in this game in fact i've been debating with some opponents about how good orcs are into custodies and tower because i think they're respectable into both not amazing really um, idea yeah um the um the goth the goth flood list the, the goth just pressure list gave the art of war um custodes list quite a lot of issues we had to tech for that matchup mm. specifically we dropped the, we essentially dropped the vexilla out of that list to get the voidsmen and to get the the, the prosecutors in for that match yeah because we just needed some cheap crap to get in the way because all they were doing was they were charging us turn one and everything they were charging was worth killing for them we needed some crap to just get in between. Hmm. Um, and so I don't mind that. Especially uh, the, t- the tower matchups, I don't mind either because turn one, you just go and you kill every devilfish. And you, you, you lose three, un- three units, but you, you've killed three devilfish. So then the breaches can't get good range for the rest of the game and you can do some stuff. And also, like a was bomb can just go and can just pop off and kill two, two like um, broadsides turn one. It's a thing mm-hmm. that they can just do sometimes. But again, it's not that, it's, 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 it's a weird matchup for them. Um, do you think it's a horrible one, Dustin? Feel free to speak to it if you've got more experience than me, because this is just think tank. No, no, no. I, if horrible, no, but I don't... I would not... I wasn't thinking it was, it was actually a good one for them, too. I, I could see them competing, for sure. Yeah, I, I don't think it's a good one, but I think yeah. it's still better than a lot of others. It depends on the matchup, too, right? So if you're trying to outshoot them, you probably won't. But you're right, I think the goth list... If you're very aggressive enough, then yeah, I could see I just it. Go, I, I see it like if they just go first on Dawn of War. Like, yeah, it has to be a spam just... list though too because like the kill rigs and stuff, if they have rail guns, they'll get, they'll get mocked. Nah, it can't be the skill rigs. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think it can. I think it's more truck spam. That's mm. probably what we're going to be seeing. I, I actually don't mind speed freaks either, but not the shooty speed freaks. Yeah, speed freaks MSU bikes, just dive them down their throats with MSU bikes. Just... Everywhere. Okay. No, I could see that. Yeah, I um, like the MSU. Like, I can speak to the MSU bike style is actually really good to fight tower with. Well, because they're minus one to hit in their toughness five. And so all mm. their strength five guns are not getting great efficiency wounding on the fours. And, you know, who cares? You buy, you, you rocks. You got plenty of boys. It's also true. Yeah. Okay. I'm down. Uh, I'm but down. yeah, it's kind of cool that the the, uh, the bikes are finding a home again. You know, it's like they mm. they kind of it's like when we, I think when we, when we were looking over the codex the first time, they look like, hey these are good, but there are better choices. Yeah. And mm. and now it seems like things have been balanced out even more to where you know mm. you, can, you can throw them in there. And going back to that, you know, one units the units that do feel real bad into Tau, the buggies. Yeah. Especially especially scrap jets. Rocket trucks still feel good. Um, yeah. the scrap jets for with their point hikes now and they're just like one broadside shot away from just pff, see you later mate um yeah that feels a bit rough yeah. um let's keep going let's go- yeah uh that was that was it sort of go to the that was go to the fun list that we like there yeah yeah, yeah yeah so we so yeah. a couple of top players in attendance here so like, what, what are uh, they running well, so with no, no no one in the the last year's top kind of ten, I just pulled out some lists I like to look up or some things I was interested to see what they were taking. Mm-hmm. So I looked into a, couple, a bunch of the the tower lists and I pulled out one that I found was quite spicy. I wanted to speak to. This is Idris Dod- Dodwell. Um, firstly, awesome name. He's playing tower. He's got a tower set battalion. He's got long strike, dark strider, a cold star commander, five crisis bodysuit bodyguard with who ha- um, they all have air bursts mm-hmm. and a couple of target locks, a couple of drones. Six times ten crude. Yeah, 60 crude. 
Yep. And then he's got three broadsides, three broadsides, two broadsides, six <laughs> Vespid, and a Devilfish. Look at that. Now, so if, if Vespid were in this list three weeks ago... It would, be, it would have been a joke. It's like, serious <laughs> meme, meme tier. You yeah. still do rod with them. Sorry, R&D, research and development. Well, they're, st- they're still amazing. They're amazing for R&D. Did, did you see what, the, what I'm seeing here, though? This is like meat shield. This is the yeah. the purest uh, like version of like, here is my fodder and here are my gun. And I'm going to get you stuck in stuck on these 60 crew that just going to get in the way. And then these eight, these eight guys at the back of the table, all your stuff's dead. Yeah, I, and obviously taking advantage of the bodyguard rule here mm-hmm. with uh, on on long strike, I think that that's probably the plan. Uh, and and then making use of the, those crude are functional. Yeah. They 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 can't take a punch really, uh, but but they can they, they can really to. help you get mm-hmm. a leg up mm-hmm. yeah. on the first two or three turns of the game, which look, is all, which which will win over half the game. So that's all you need. When you've got eight broadsides on the table, nobody wants to shoot at your crude. Like I'd pu- I, if I had the choice between shooting a las gun at a crew or shooting a las gun at a broadside, and you have eight broadsides, I'm like, oh geez, I think I actually have to shoot the broadside because <laughs> every wound's going to matter so much. Yeah. Um, and they got eight got, wounds, right? You got to dig through all you know, eight yeah. with a decent save and a two up save, one up in cover. Like and not not trading very well on the range bands. Their range no. bands out outband most other things that can actually affect them mm-hmm. exactly this is um this is a cool list it, this is a cool list right. that is just like pushing so many questions it's, yeah. it's just a crazy list now there's just this new mantra for all tau players now you know no this is my fodder this is my gun this is for yes. dying this is for fun that's all <laughs> yeah, they're all just chanting perfect. that as they put these crude up the front they go ahead kill all this stuff while <laughs> everything else kills you <laughs> yeah um, no so the, uh, problems. The other list I really liked. So I deep dove the tower list, and that was the one I thought I, I wanted to speak to first because it seemed to be like the most cut and straight up and down, like so straight up and down. Um, this next list, I, I'm really curious to see where sisters were going post, you know, uh, nerfs and um, subfaction lock. Um, and so this is a bloody rose battalion. Sorry, it's a Lewis Morville. Um, he's got a bloody rose battalion and vanguard. It's he's got a cannonist. He's got Morvan Vale, three times five sisters, five dominions, two units of retributors, and two rhinos. Then he has a repentia superior, Celestine, two units of eight sacrosancts, two units of six repentia, and two units of five zephyrim. It's actually a lot of stuff and still feels like a well-rounded list now. I, I like it that we're getting rhinos and stuff back, you know, same mm. with Devilfish. I, I like it that the transports are becoming part of the, the tapestry of the game again, it seems. And mm. it just fe- kind of feels, I mean, maybe it's maybe it's nostalgia, uh, but it feels a little, little 40K-ish to me seeing those on the table. Does this list, does this list feel GSC-like to you, Dustin? It does. It does, doesn't I like it? it. I, like I like it too. It. I'm quite a fan. I love the this two kind of style and this kind of stuff. Like it, it has the same play style as it. I feel. Yeah, I haven't deep dove the the new um, Bloody Rose supplement, but this is built upon those metrics. Mm. I'm assuming, or to 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 maximize what this gentleman's getting. The, um, and, and yeah, I like all the aggressive elements, like two units of eight sacrosins to be your mid board walk up. Yep. Uh, bodyguard tunes of six repentia that can advance and charge because he's got the um the repentia superior and just slap him in tunes of five zephyr to be harassing units and then celestine morvan vile to just be incredibly good value i guess well, i like it this the sacrosins here you know obviously got down to a reasonable amount of sacrosins which has mm. opened him up to some some different list possibilities which is probably what he was wanting to do anyway because yeah. of what we're seeing you know with with these other list developments 
Mm-hmm. Mm, agreed. So yeah, I'm, I was really interested to see both those lists. In fact, those are two of the most interesting lists that I've seen for this weekend. I, I, a good job, Idris and uh, Lewis. You uh, you made the uh, Adam's fun list he liked section. Um, let's jump into this last. No, we got no. Can't do that until we pick a winner. So what what, oh, what faction is winning this thing? No, oh, don't 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 don't. Oh. God, I, I think like Tao's taking this one. Oh, I knew it. Yeah, I think Tao's taking I this like one. I, well, see, so this is this is rough, yeah, because I've seen all the lists. You guys don't know. I've looked at all these lists, and I'm like, Tao's gonna probably gonna win this one. And you sometimes you just feel it. <laughs> yeah, I love how you're the mystic. Dustin's the cynic, yeah. and I'm, the, I'm like the analytical because I get oh, to look at oh, all the data. Make no mistake, Tao is winning this one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? no, no, I can't, I can't argue that. I like, guess no. Uh, I've seen the Tao custode matchup. It is not. Not easy for custodes. Like you feel like custodes will be able to do it, but it ooh, it's rough. And custodies are one of the best ones. If sorry, if, if you're a custodies player out there, every single one of your list should have the dense the dense cover. Yes, in it again. you need every it. single you one. You have to it's have that. Man, it's mandatory. It's absolutely mandatory. Uh, yeah. What's your? Uh, what, so we're, we're all going tower. Uh, yeah, I'll go yeah, and tell. So before we uh, jump into this next list, after we talk about this next tournament, we're going to do a segment that we uh, uh, do every week called the Fuego Repeat. So if you're new here, we give ourselves five topics just to run down. May or may not have anything to do with Warhammer 40,000. That's coming up right after uh, we talk about this tournament. Uh, you want to keep your ears peeled all the way to the end. It's fun. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, and I want to hear your opinion too as we, as we uh, dig through this one. Uh, we we kind of teased one, a, 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 a section of t- our series of topics on the last episode. Well, we did. But anyway, next thing we're talking about, the NorCal Open in Redding, California, USA. Uh, 41 players, six rounder. I love these longer. I, I love uh, mm. the, like kind of the, the medium number of players, longer rounds that you really, it, it almost feels like, you know, everybody really gets to play each other kind of thing. Yeah. And yeah. You, you really get to see some kind of drama kind of mature and develop mm. over the course of the weekend. And I really like it at the start of the season as well. The start of the season, the more games you get in, the better you understand your, your local your local yep. scene, the better you're able to tool up for the next yep. one as well. Uh, Dustin, can you run down the stats, please? I can. I can make a prediction right now that everybody here is going to have to get ready to fight custodes. That's just... You know you're going to do it. If you're doing reasonably well at a tournament, you're going to be playing against custodes. So yeah, you got, you got to get ready. Everybody, just you got to be ready to fight custodes. It's just... And probably Tau, to be honest. You, your list has to be ready to fight both of those. That's just... How will be next week that you have to fight them? Today, yeah. this weekend, maybe not. Unless yeah. you're at that one where 23 Tau. That, that's true. <laughs> So the Imperial Super Faction, there's a single sisters, eight custodies, two Admech, one Astro Militaire, three grenades, and one Imperial Knight. Space Marine Super Faction, one Dark Angel, two Space Wolves, and a Black Templar. The Chaos Super Faction is so sad, there is a single Chaos Space Marine player. Just just so you guys know, I would usually delete all those columns, the empty ones, in, in a smaller, you know, in a, in a non, you know, 100 player event. I left them all in just to denote how much of a champion this lad is. True. I don't, I don't know his list. I don't, I don't, or I don't know the, the individual's list, but I'm willing to bet that he might as well get used to saying, look, I painted Abaddon, I'm using Abaddon. Yeah. I painted Abaddon, I'm using Abaddon. Look how good Emperor he looks. Children. He's playing Empress yeah. Children, boys. Oh, okay. Oh, but there you go. Yeah. Well, yeah. look, Fine. you know, I, I got. <laughs> I got 20 noise marines. There's no way I'm not using them. <laughs> exactly right. Noise marines, 100%. Uh, Xeno Super Faction, no Necrons, no Orcs, and eight Taos. So wow. equally custodies. Like, wow. oh, man. <laughs> Hive Mind Super Faction, two Tyranids, and a GSC player. We're still represented. I love that. And the Eldari Super Faction, two Drakari. That's it. 
Yeah. So the faction podium, yeah. Custodes and Tau tied at eight. Then it drops all the way down to three Grey Knights for second place, and then the rest. That's that's yeah. the faction podium. <laughs> Sixteen that's... of forty-one players are either Custodes or Tau. Uh, well, twenty percent of the field is Custodes and Tau. Okay. I mean, that, that's it. And that is rep- that is almost representative unanimously across these three events. Yep. Custodes yep. and Tau making up twenty percent of the field. Yep. They are one and two on all three events. Yeah. Mm. Do you think that's actually going to be indicative of any like kind of a very long time? Any kind of balance change is going to come to them soon, or I, I so I think this is so. Look, we see we stare at these numbers mm. like it's our job every every week, and we there's always a bit of a of a rush to play the new hotness, you yeah. know. And which, by the way, again, no 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 slight there. No, all right, of course not. Uh, but it's not necessarily indicative of their power level or needing needing them. Uh, there is a little bit of an advantage of being the first there. You know, you have yeah. these tricks that no one is prepared for. You have you have weapons in your list and tactics that no one has insulated their builds from yet. So they're they're going to. That's one of the reasons they're going to do on this. One of the reasons we see so many of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly right. And it, um, who's the gentleman in chat? Travis. Paul, you got that? He should definitely go sign up for that. Yeah, you should sign up. For oh Travis. yeah, oh yeah, yes, you definitely. Yeah, Travis. Right. Yeah, Travis loads. If you're close by, yeah, definitely go ch- and be 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 some eyes on the scene there and let us know what's and happening. Don't bring custodes or towel. And let- <laughs> yeah, bring, bring chaos. Bring Any, orcs or, 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 or necrons or someone that's not represented yet. Be, <laughs> yeah. be the Demons. hero we need, Travis. Bellacor Monster uh, Mash. There you go. So I'll also notice um, there is. There is no Marines here. There are only four Marine players for this entire event. Usually Marines are like 15% of the meta at, at an event, all the Marines. And this, yeah, there's four here. There's one Chaos. There's It's it's insane how far the meta has skewed into these two factions so quickly. This is like, it's almost like everyone knew that as soon as the LVO is over, this is what everyone's playing. Mm-hmm. It's like everyone was in on it. That's crazy. Did we have a meeting and I missed it, boys? Like the whole community? There's, look, there's yeah. definitely a memo that got passed around, you, and you, I, you, I, I also feel a little left out. Uh, awesome. Um, oh, there we go. Tra- Travis said he'd be playing GSC. So oh, that's right. why aren't you there, yeah. Travis? Get over yeah, there. Get in there. Get in there. Uh, uh, Panzer Panda says, uh, proud to run the Chardon uh, list in the 40K championships at the LVO. Just, you know, playing what they want to play. Mm. So still plenty of people out there playing exactly what they want to play. Oh, and that's boy, what that's the game is about. And, the, and those players are actually the most dangerous. Those faction they specialists, uh, they will they will be able to manifest more wins because they are intimately familiar with their with their book. Mm-hmm. All right, we have two lists that I pulled out of these because I liked the look at them. The first of them is I wanted the Drakari list because I wanted to get a bead on what this list now look like. Because have have people dropped the city? Have, are people sticking with it? Are a they little more... com- competitive research on your yeah. for your own benefit. <laughs> oh, for sure. What we, I'm, I'm here doing it anyway. Why not? Um, yeah. But yeah, have people pivoted away from that? Are sticking with it? What's it look like? So this is this gentleman brought what we would consider to be a Drakari good stuff or a Drakari MSU build. And this is now a real space Raiders detachment, which is interesting. It's um, Cursed Blade, Black Heart, and Artist of Flesh. It's of course, it's got your Arch- uh, um, Archon, Succubus, Homunculus, as it must have. 10 Blood Brides, 10 uh, Trueborn, and the Trueborn are kitted out with all the goodness, and 5 Racks, then 2 times 5 Incubus, by five mandrakes 10 hellions five reavers three chronos um two ravages and three raiders so very msu heavy this is like circa six months ago 
It is. It really is. There's still a lot of stuff in this build, though. Like, I don't know, like, why people dropped it like it was hot. That is a lot of hate, a lot of aggression. It's not quite as MSU you might have been used to with the 10 Trueborn and mm. the 10 Blood Blood. 10 Blood Blood, blood, blood makes sense. But uh, three Kronos is interesting with the uh, yeah. AOF now. Like, it's usually people will do the Talos. Like, the Kronos aren't nearly as favored in that with uh, mm. the new. With, well, when you're not getting the bonuses, your damage, right? Yeah, exactly right. Like, all of a sudden, like a multi melter just, just kills one for you. Just yeah. Like, I, I do bang, like bang. the Ravagers. If I'm assuming have they have Dark fire at it. They do. Yeah. Yeah. It, mm. The Kronos may be like threat priority eight, you know. Like yes, this, yeah, this that's list. true. That's true. Question: Why the cursed blade? Do you boys think over uh, over what we usually see being red grief? <laughs> yeah, I cannot answer that. Mm, I can't answer it either. I don't. Know. I actually have no. Yeah, Charles, where is Charles is yeah. on to something. Yeah, yeah no, is. exactly. But, but see, the, this is the the the, the time in the the life of this codex where people are there, like or any codex really, they get deep in the tank. That's why we saw like the the whirlwind of you know rage or whatever start to uh, develop, and all the all those uh, that custom mm. sections. People start to think about what is that? What is that one thing that I could just do slightly different that's going to give me the advantage in two, one or two of my games? Won't matter in the other games, but the other one won't yeah. matter in the other games either. It's just going to give me that one uh, one thing I need in one or two of my games to give me just a couple extra wins, and you know maybe, maybe that's what they figured out. So for those who don't know, Cursed Blade, it's plus one strength. That's essentially the the best bit of what you get each time mm -hmm. you make a notified saving throw for six with this obsession with uh, against a melee attack. Um, the enemy unit that you saved against uh, takes one mortal wound. Does um, that does that push it maybe over um, like a ramshackle or? Does it give anything of get up to an eight or something on some of those to no. did, well, some, it, something it's else? It's only the blood rides that get it, right? In succubus. Uh, it's, the okay. First blade um, is the witch cult. Use it. So uh, venomous shard bombs one CP. Use this stratagem after the enemy unit has declared a charge against a cult of strife curse blade, which is unit from your army. That unit can fire Overwatch before the uh, the charge roll is made. When it does so, up to five models in the unit can fire plasma grenades and make attacks with them until the end of the plasma grants have the ability to equip with the poison weapon two plus nah i don't think like that's what it is either i'm trying to figure it out hmm. yeah i was i was, it's just, I was actually maybe the plus one strength i mean maybe it's just the strength it's, maybe it's, it's just it's strength. not bad it's not a bad thing at all no. <laughs> they no, have the plus one that means you can give the plus one uh attack try oh. without worrying about it well oh, oh, oh yeah oh. unless you want to get the toughness five because you need to deal with custodies you can get on the blood yeah, you can get them to strength five yeah that's true yeah that's 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 probably the closest thing I can think of. Um, all right, guys. Reasonable. The next top list, well, the next list I liked, um, Jeffrey Pearson. It is custodies. Of course, we had to do a custodies list. Of course. Um, this is Empress Chosen. It's a battalion. It's got a blade champion, a shield captain on dog eagle jet bike. He's got Trajan, ten sword and board shield guard. Ten, just. 10. We um, shall be in two, the center of the field. <laughs> we shall. Two times three Sagittarium, a Vexilla Defensor, and two units of bikes. So he still gets two units of Sagittarium and two units of bikes whilst toting around 10 Sword and Board Guard. I actually like this list. I like it. I think I like it better as Shadow Keepers than Empress Chosen. Yeah, the Empress Chosen is actually plan. a little weird for this one because mm. they, they don't make too much use of It's like he's more worried about the mortal wounds, but I'm looking at the field. Yeah. I don't see too many mortal wounds. Well, I, I usually when I see the to make though, right? Because we know Grey Knights and other you know, he hmm. could run into well, one that just dishes out a bunch of stuff, and and when you have few models, <laughs> well, you know he's not worried about the chaos super faction. Does. <laughs> 
thousand suns. Maybe that's it. Maybe he, uh, 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 but everyone told him they were throwing up, showing up a thousand suns. Yeah, yeah and exactly. He was like, well, I got you. I'm ready for and this. Like, no, we got you. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the ten sword board guard. Is the the, the defense a light cover? Or is that the or is that the uh, minus one to hit? I can't remember the, which side of that is. I'm hoping it's the minus one to hit. Yeah, that's the minus one. Def- defensor. Oh, the defensor. Um, sorry. Yeah, I don't know which one that is. Um, we, I'm never too far from uh, Custodius Codex. So. Oh, there you go. Is it sitting next yeah. to the throne? Uh, it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> has the benefit of light cover. That's what that does. Light cover. There you go. So they're walking around with a zero up save just in the open. Just like, <laughs> hi. <laughs> yeah, well. Are you, are you neg three? Just shouting out, are you neg three over there? And they're like, no, and like two up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty sick. Uh, thanks for the folks that come to our rescue in the chat. Uh, mm. Really appreciate uh, the hunter there. Thank you. So, so yeah, we're, we're that's, like, that's, that's, that's three big tournaments. Who's winning this one? That's uh, or what factions winning this okay. one? You know, I mean, we don't name the player, but what do you think factions coming away with this one? Oh, this different field. Fun. It's a much different field. Uh, is, than we've seen in the others. It's it's leaner. It's so much leaner on the contenders for the two big yeah. dogs. I want to say Drakari is winning this one just Man. because. It's actually weird to say in this meta now, where we are right now, that Drakari's going to win. Let's do it. I'm going to say Drakari's winning. I'm going uh, clean sweep. Tau is going to win every tournament. I'm, I'm bang, bang, bang. Yeah, I'm looking at the Tau right now, too. Just looking at the Not fields just the ones we've talked about. Every just, single just tournament. Every single tournament, Tau is going to Wow. <laughs> For the whole weekend. For the whole every weekend. Every RTT, yeah. every league round, everything. Everything. Just Tau's yeah. clean sweep everywhere. Okay, that's yep. disgusting. Okay, it's, uh, it's, so, it's not. It's not going to be wrong. I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty close to being accurate. I think there's so many factors going in their favor right now. Mm-hmm. We know that not every single event is going to be up to snuff on terrain, which is mm-hmm. no slight on the events. It's a. It's it's a struggle, and and if you if you don't keyword it, or you know you you are you're not used to playing with it because your players and your environment want to play with you know different rules or whatever. That all will change after this weekend. You will have some different feels on what terrain should be after this weekend that is that's my prediction okay i can see that is it time to fugo this bad boy up it is so the look this is that segment i was talking about look chat get you know get ready folks for listening to this after the fact uh don't forget to leave us some five-star reviews wherever you're listening to us but this is a segment we call the fuego repito we give ourselves five topics in two minutes to talk about them once those two minutes are up we give some the hottest takes we possibly can some of these are kind of spicy topics charged emotional topics Mm-hmm. At the end of those two minutes, we just cut off right where we are, uh, and then move on to the next one. And you know, there's there could be some unfinished business, uh, but we're never going to know because we only give ourselves those two minutes. Is there a theme to this this week's uh, fuegos? What do we think? I think last week we did uh, talk about that we we might do a full on Star Wars one, and uh, we did. So here we are. Yeah, <laughs> turns out. <laughs> So as soon as those two minutes start to count down, uh, we will begin off to the races. On average, how many swear words does R2-D2 say in each movie? 17. Uh, do, do I go Adam? What do you think? Is it, is, yeah, is he? 17. Yeah. That's my guess. Nine. Does he get an opinion? Just got nine. Yeah. <laughs> Paul? <laughs> I think pretty much he's the, probably the sauciest one in mm-hmm. the, in the crew. Uh, and never been a af- never, never ever uh, been afraid to speak his mind. 
I um I found out some funny, interesting things about Star Wars today because I went on a tour bus in San Francisco where Lucas Lucasfilms filmed the the original Star Wars trilogy. Oh, nice. And Lucasfilm Studios is across from the Fine Arts um, Museum in San Francisco, and the dome on top of it is what inspired him to make R two D two. Okay. Yeah. It's very interesting. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty cool. A spirit of the spirit of an Australian resides within R two D two. That's why he's such a potty mouth. Oh, that that's that actually makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. Do we? Yeah. Is there a way to translate exactly what he says? I feel like that there's translations of like Elven and Orc and all the Lord of the Rings trilogies. <laughs> there should be some kind of online translator for R two D two. This should. I'm I'm sure right? somebody's done it. There's Come also on. I saw a meme the other day. It's like how many Death Stars would there be if uh, they just like turned off all those R two ports? Your communication ports they just didn't build those into the uh yeah 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 <laughs> into, into every imperial section like man you know there's that droid that keeps running around here and just wrecking stuff <laughs> let's just like take the usbs out like yeah we exactly. have USB ports why do you keep, why keep installing usb ports <laughs> this is ridiculous <laughs> uh, that, that's all the, that's all the thing the torpedo and the that the, the killed the first one was it was just a giant usb port on the outside USB port. it's like malware <laughs> <It's laughs> <Malware. laughs> I think R2D2 is basically like the, uh, before we're out of time. I mean, he probably has like the, the, the script from Pulp Fiction. It's just, it's just yeah, casual. Uh, he just yeah. doesn't even know he's doing it. Exactly. It's just happening. Uh, so the next question here is uh, what three conditions should you let, uh, or shouldn't you let the Wookiee win? You know, what do they say? And start in, in A New Hope, which I just call Star Wars, by the way. Yeah. You always let the Wookiee win. Is there, any, is there a time when you shouldn't let the Wookiee win? Shouldn't let the Wookiee win. Mm. Uh, I mean, maybe if he wins, he gets kicked in the balls or something. Because that would make him angry too. Right? <laughs> um, you should not let the Wookiee win when. Oh, I guess. I guess. Well, well, this is rough. If we're talking about Chewbacca, you always want to be nice to Chewbacca. So kick you know your ass. He will rip your yeah. arms off. Exactly. That's Put exactly. your arms out of your sockets. They're known to do that, I hear. Um, <laughs> shouldn't let him I win. Think is... When you're trying to you know, teach him a little bit of humility. When yeah. you, when, oh, I'm sure he'd know? be okay with that. <laughs> Anybody, is any, the chat going to save us? Uh, when, you can, when you can tear his arms off. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, you know what? When you can beat him in a straight up fight, sure. Okay. Like I answer that when you should, well, I don't know if you I don't think it means you shouldn't though. It just means you don't have to. Yeah, I, it's just I don't you know, know. at that point you just you just asserting your dominance. It's like that's right, I beat you. What are you gonna do about it? I don't have any arms, Chewy. Oh, when you, you already don't have you know, arms. You know the only go. the only guy who just thinking about it. Who's the only person who legitimately staunched Chewy? Was it Lando? Uh, what do you him? What do you mean? As far as He's just just shirt fronted him and be like, nah. Hans, Hans gone. Sorry, Chewie. And he put on Hans clothes and then flew yeah, that was the, Lando. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was Lando. Yeah, and then flew the flag. Yeah. Like not even Vader like slapped down Chewie like Lando did, and like <laughs> like Vader was like made made everyone sit down for a nice dinner with him, and was still probably very respectful to Chewie. But Lando <laughs> was just like, nah, nah. Here we go. Next topic. If you could replace any actor in any Star Wars movie with another actor, which one? Would, who would oh, you choose? That's easy. That's way too easy. Okay, it's easy. Okay, just yeah. one though. Just one. Which no. one would you? Which one? Would which you whoever replace Hayden Christensen. There. That's right. I. 
It doesn't matter. That's it doesn't matter. Do. do you know? Do you know? Even even now, that. even after you've seen the the sequels, yep. I don't. I don't hate his performance in hindsight because I think the script was a pile of crap. So he played the angsty Anakin quite well, considering. I would replace young Anakin in Phantom Menace. That's fair. I I and I replace him with I I don't know. Macaulay any Culkin. any any child actor that had done an acting class, because like, pretty sure that kid didn't. <laughs> oh, I think we we're lost just... Richard. We might not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're off. Oh, we're back. Oh. Are we back? We're back. Are we here? We're here. Go ahead, Paul. Chad, let us know. Oh yeah. So this is tough. Look, honestly, look. Any any of this that we're talking about, I love Star Wars. I absolutely, I mean, I love it. Uh, <laughs> so any any of this is not shade. This is. Yeah, uh, and no, like, right. I should give a hot take. I don't know who would I replace. Um, I was, I was gonna say Dooku for a minute, and then I'm like, no, no, Christopher no. Freaking Lee, Christopher man, Lee? No, no freaking way. It was the, it was the Dooku character I have problems with. Not well, and, and I, acting. and I understand the script was bad too, but the interaction that Hayden Christensen had, like the acting he did in the last one with his interaction with Obi Wan, drove yeah. me insane. Yeah. It was yeah. terrible, mm-hmm. and that wasn't oh, just the script. This is so tough because on, even Paul, even the it. sequels, the actors did a phenomenal job. I think they played; they were they so, were doing the best with what they had. <laughs> I would I would del- see. There's so many characters I would just delete. Yeah, okay. rather, but asking to ask me to replace them is actually harder. It is super hard. All right, here we go. This is this may be a little bit easier, maybe a little bit more. What is the best and Least best Ooh. Star Wars film. Ooh. Okay. Well, the best is easy. The worst. Oh, uh, is it? Oh, the, be- the best is look. The the best is Empire Strikes Back. There. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Correct. Okay. Correct. Done. Okay. But but it's well tough done. because you know, like to me, you know, I just call I call a New Hope Star Wars. I still mm-hmm. I have to force myself to say a New Hope. Uh, every you know, it's just Star Wars and everything else is you know that what what the name of the but the, what the subtitle of the of the name is, um, but the one that I would consistently watch now over and over and over again is is been Empire for the last thirty years. You know, I actually as a kid, I I saw Empire before I saw New Hope. Oh, it's what made Empire's me love the, the only, series too. Empire's the only one where I felt scared for the characters, mm. and I I I felt intimidated. There's this, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I love Empire. I think Empire is the yeah. complete movie. Okay, um, and I feel like Return, like kind of jump the shark a little bit no it's still it's amazing it's amazing it but is. compared to the other two it did yeah yeah well it's still phenomenal my least my most hated now this is i haven't seen the latest one i haven't seen the La- skywalker, oh, the skywalker yeah whatever, I, and, and i'm not going to my most hated is attack of the clones you should watch uh, Rise of Skywalker. I think we oh, know sorry, Paul's sorry. choice. Uh, never mind, never mind, never mind. So what's the one before uh, uh, Rise of Skywalker? Uh, Last Jedi. Last Jedi. Yeah, yeah, that broke me. That broke me. I, 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 as soon as I saw that, I haven't watched another Star Wars film since. I, I haven't watched Solo. I doubt I'll watch. I mean, Solo's watched, good. So, I, Solo came out at a time when people were just fatigued, I think, from Star Wars mm-hmm. uh, well, because, because of some of this other stuff that happened. But Solo's a good movie. It's, it's a, it's like a, you know, it's, it's, it's like a western. It's got some stuff in it. It's like I feel like with that one, like um, last, last Jedi, whatever the couple was, they reached over to the descriptive speed, and they're just like, how can we start? How can we Star Wars this? <laughs> The bus that couldn't slow down. This oh, is like, we, it's the biggest we, pile we of crap. We ran out of time on this one. This is something we might come back to this topic eventually because this is uh, 
this and here we go this is the one now look if you you, you got to do some homework on this adam you got to go watch all these movies but uh should they retcon change the last trilogy should that be something that's either written out you know or i mean you know, or or they move past it, try to do better on the other side of it. Nuke him. See. Okay, Adam, Adam says. Uh, I, I'm just like, he's all in. He's all just in. Just like. I mean, he's seen the is, last one. Doesn't, he doesn't even care. Just like, yeah, nuke it. This is tough. This is a tough one. <laughs> nuke it you know. from orbit. It's the only way to be sure. Uh, I'd be happy if they just redid the last two. Because I wasn't, I, I didn't hate the first one of the new trilogy. Because as a setup piece, I didn't, I, I didn't loathe it. But the next one. Almost ruined the franchise. Ooh, like, hang on, almost. hang on. I got something in chat I got to address. Can we pause the clock? Oh. All right, pausing the clock. Dan in chat says that Rogue One was pointless and not compatible with episode four. Oh, take cover. I I want to get like... Take cover. You're wrong. <laughs> All right. Look him in the eyes. Look him in the eyes. Absolutely wrong. That movie... Rogue One is amazing, and and the urgency that you feel at the end of that puts an almost fresh take. It makes me... I got to go back and watch a 40-plus-year-old movie again almost for the first time because of how it tail ends into uh, out of Rogue One. So anyway, we can start the clock back up. I just had to, had to, had to let something out of my heart. <laughs> the clock has started. Justin, <laughs> what should they do again? with it? What should they do with the okay, latest trilogy? So my opinion on this is no, but it's not because they shouldn't ax that. It's ridiculous and I, I hated it and they should, they absolutely should have to do something like that, but I don't want them to because it sets a precedent for all freaking filmmakers across the world. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. This wasn't good enough. We'll just do it again and sell tickets again. And it's just, it's just going to be this, this vicious cycle of garbage, piling of garbage, hoping that one of these steaming piles will smell good enough that you'd want to put it in your living room with your family. And I don't want to set that precedent in Hollywood. It's already getting to the point. They're running out of fresh ideas. Don't Mm -hmm. give them the, the allowance, the license, the license to just do it over again. Mm. (laughs) Just let it die. It's fair. That's fair. So that, I don't know if you guys are. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> oh, we got we got four seconds left. You can, you... Um, do you got, there, there was another trilogy already written that they that they got rid of. There was already uh, well, another trilogy. Look, it was a fantastic story. With this, you know, the world may never know whether it's the great idea. But look, I I do. Yeah, I love all things Star Wars. I, I love the people that made Star Wars. You know, it's like I, I want to see more of it. I go to Star Wars land. You know, it's like I just. I but it's, so all this is coming from a place of just want want the best we can get out of this content that we all love. So thanks for, uh, oh, oh, oh my goodness, chat. Oh. Lord of the Rings next month, next week. Come back for Lord of the Rings. All right, we'll do Lord of the Rings next week. I like it. Done. Also, That's a good time. Lord of the Rings. Well, and, and the Hobbit, right? Well, the, the, well, the, Hobbit the same counts. thing. The Hobbit counts. Yeah, to. Hobbit counts. It, don't give me that face, Paul. It counts. Man. Oh, the I Hobbit, did, the Hobbit, Hobbit movies? Yeah. I wish, uh, yes, I wish Hobbit it, movies. Yeah. We okay. have to, right? All right. Well, folks, this has been a great show. I think this we're, we're moving into a, a different meta. What we've seen is the, a, a new meta developing, which has been amazing to talk about. Uh, I love the, the list creativity that we're going to see that always gets spawned from this kind of stuff. And look, I, mean, I, I don't think we give a shout out to the Tau players very often. Uh, I think that... that uh, they know what they did. It's they a topic for a 
topic for our podcast of, of does it feel good to play against an army that only competes in one phase? That's a great topic that we may explore in, in other episodes on other, maybe some other networks and channels or, or shows or whatever. I but uh, what we are going to see is you're going to have to respond to it. You're going to have to react with it. That's played out in the numbers of each and every one of these tournaments that we picked in, in the big tournaments. So, you know, and how are you going to learn how to beat it? How are you going to know, know what to expect? You're going to have to tune into the show. There's nowhere else. There's, there's literally nowhere else you can find out this stuff. I'm, it's, it's, I'm lying. Anybody can find out everything. I just <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a great thing to point out. Thank you very much to BCP for what they do because every single stat that we pull out, every single list, you can get with the BCP subscription. Just go onto the website, go into the browser, look up whichever event you want to look up. Bang. Every single stat, every single faction is at your fingertips just as much as it's at ours. And to y'all that have played along in the chat, it really helps us hours it by. We really appreciate that. Uh, we will be back each and every week uh, talking about these tournaments, talking about these lists, talking about the factions. Adam, Dustin. Pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Good night, boys. Good See night, ladies week. and gentlemen in the chat.